This week on Inside Motorsport, we hear from David Brabham about his years in motor racing. I hope you'll stay with us. This is the first part of a two-part interview with David Brabham, where Adrian Mussolino from the Adelaide Grand Prix book and myself sat down and spoke to him about what the Adelaide Grand Prix meant to motor racing in Australia. Now, how important it is, because um, it's there's been the Australian Grand Prix since Adelaide started in '85, was it? So, really important, and Adelaide put on a great show. You know, all the drivers and the teams uh, all looked forward to going to, to Adelaide for the last race. It was just the best place to go, well organised. Um, the track was, was good, it was really, really quite challenging and fun to drive on, yes. yeah. In 87, your famous race from 38th on the grid to 1st in 15 laps, what do you remember about that one? Oh, uh, everything. <laughs> do, do you rate it as your best win? Yeah, it's when when someone asks me, you know, which race stands out. That for sure, that one stands out the most. And I think it, if anything, it shocked me how quickly I went. And a lot of that was down to being pissed off with my old man, leading up to the to the race because we weren't talking for three months. We really had a major blue, and then um, obviously qualifying, we, we had engine issues, so we couldn't get a lap in. And then uh, just before the race. I'm trying to bridge the gap with the old man, you know, as you do. And uh, I said, oh, you know, he had a Formula One pass on his on his uh, chest. And I said, oh, you, you better get me one of those from when I'm in Formula One. He said, the days of you ever getting to Formula One are finished. And that's because my girlfriend got pregnant and he didn't approve. And that's why we ended up falling apart. Yeah. And, and when he said that to me, I just had this inner rage inside me told him to f off and and i just i just had steam coming out of my ears and that's how when i got in the car i still had that steam but i controlled it yes and it, it just gave me that that extra bit of motivation which taught me so much about the mindset of getting into a race car so it was there was a gift in it there was no doubt about it and obviously coming from the back and just going hell for leather and and taking every gap possible and winning that was you know that was a great thing for my career because formula one were there and halfway through the race dad grabbed ken tyrrell and uh jackie stewart said come and have a look at this and of course they saw me come from the back and uh win and it just that sort of got the momentum going to go to uh to go to europe did your dad say after the race then <laughs> he just dad didn't really say a lot <laughs> but uh you could always tell with a grin on his face you know what i mean so yeah i was a bit like <laughs> well you did make formula one and it was 1990 yeah, yeah. with brabham that's right and he was there playing a big part in the 500th grand prix celebration so that must given what you're saying that must have been pretty surreal to then yeah. go full circle what do you remember of that one um, I, I, well, I guess, you know, re I, I remember obviously everybody making a fuss with me being on the grid, which was great. Uh, I remember a, a sign that someone had made, which was sort of like kangaroos, meat pies, Aussie rules and David Brabham. You know, and I, and I can still <laughs> still remember that. And, uh, and then, uh, of course, you know, you're also as a driver, you know, Brabham didn't have a particularly great year that year and we'd run out of money and we never knew if we were going to make the next race 
I'd go to the workshop halfway through the year onwards, the cars are sitting there with no engine and they should have left, you know, and it's like, what's happening? And they said, well, no one's paid for the engines. There was just no money, you know. So how we got through the end of the season, I have no idea, but we did. Um, so, so going there, you knew the team was not in a great place. The pressure was on. You know, I'm there for my first Australian Grand Prix and, you know, the car's, you know, probably going to let you down. And uh, the Pirelli tyres, I remember, went off really quickly in that race. Um, they had really good qualifying tyres, but the race tyres weren't as strong as the Goodyear's. Uh, so it lacked consistency and I spun just because the rear grip just went, you know, so. And then it was a few years later in 94 you returned and that was a difficult tragic season for the team at Syntec. Was it a relief to get to the end of that year in Adelaide? I think it was, yeah. I think it was It was hard for many reasons. Uh, obviously with Roland's accident, uh, the team had to pick itself up again and, and carry on through the season. Again, no money and trying to get to the next race. Um, and that was um, that was hard. You know, we, we managed to get to, to um, Adelaide and did the best I could. I managed to, I was right behind, well, just, just as I came around the corner, you know, Schumacher's headed off this way and, and Damon's headed off another and I went went past Damon, I could see that he was broken, he's wished his uh, push rod, I think, or whatever it was, yeah. Um, and it was, yeah, we, it was just good to just, and I don't think I finished it, I had a, a gearbox issue or something, so. Yeah, it was just a shame to finish the season like that, but, you know, hey, I still raced at the Australian Grand Prix, you know, I can't be that that pissed off, you know. Well, in the end of the day, in terms of the Australian Grand Prix in Adelaide, it was only you and Alan Jones who represented Australia. Yeah. So that must be pretty special to be one of two who... Yeah, I mean, Alan did a lot better than I did. <laughs> but um, Not in Adelaide. Uh, not in Adelaide, yeah, that's true, yeah, because he was there with that Haas thing, wasn't he? Yeah, 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 that was, that was a shit box, but... Um, yeah, I mean, very, very proud. Uh, at least I had a had a chance to do it, and uh, did did the season. And considering we did okay, it wasn't easily seen from afar. And looking at the results, but when you think about what we're up against, um, I was 28, so I had matured as a driver compared to when I was there a few years ago uh, in '90. Um, and I was able to help carry that team through that difficult time, which then strengthens your character moving on to sports cars yes. and, and things like that. So uh, it all helped me have really a good sports car career. You know, so. well, speaking of sports cars, my final question is about the Le Mans race in LA. New Year's Eve, you were part of the panel, yeah, Steve. Yes, yeah, the race of a thousand yes. years. Yep. That event itself, how did you see that? Because Don had big ambitions yeah. for that series and Adelaide was going to be part of that big calendar but it never really kicked on. How do you remember that weekend? Well I remember there was a lot of politics going yes. on behind the scenes and there were promises that were broken and and Don was suing or something. Yes. Uh, is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it all unfortunately, it was really unfortunate because it was a great event. Yes. Uh, all the drivers, all the teams loved it like Formula One when, when they went there and uh, it looked like it had some legs, yes. you know, like any of those new new um, ventures. They take time to, to sort of mature and get traction, but it had a lot of potential, and uh, everybody in the paddock was was upset to see that we weren't going back. 
particularly me because it was yes you know uh, a special place for me and you had you were in that panels team so you would have yeah. seen don's ambitions for the series absolutely yeah i was very close to to some of that um also some of the legal yes issues and i think at the time there was a lot of pressure with the amount of money being spent on it and um you know the same old problem that well you're spending it here where you could be spending it here yes. but you know it did influx a lot of people into the yes. state which boosts the economy and people spend money you know so it's a it's, a, it's whichever one you want to swing from left to right you yeah know, there's so. a lot of pressure from v supercars who wanted they didn't want it to but yeah, yeah they didn't they had plans uh they didn't want it there and uh the politics got involved yeah so now in 2017 when you look back on the legacy and impact of adelaide we see, you know, Dan Ricciardo, Mark Webber, and um, you know, the Brabham name continues yeah. in motorsport. Do you trace that back to Adelaide Grand Prix and what impact that had on Australian motorsport? For Australian motorsport, yeah, yeah I think um, I think anything like that where it's in your backyard uh, inspires a lot of people to to, to reach that that point. Yes. Um, so I think for all the young drivers, you know, and Daniel and you know, Mark came not long after me, I guess, uh, and Daniel obviously came along, and and uh, you know both of them had a phenomenal, well, one still having a great yeah. career in Formula One, just needs a slightly quicker car. But um, uh, you know, Mark had a really good career and was really strong, racing for you know the best team on the grid. You know, so if that inspires more Aussies to, to go over overseas, plus having the Grand Prix, you know, that's what's what you need. Yeah. You know. We continue part two next week on Inside Motorsport. I hope you can join us then. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.